Hi and welcome to the Tuesday Epilepsy Club. In this episode, I'll be talking to you about surviving medication. When you have a chronic illness, step one is the diagnosis, step two is the medication, and step three is surviving the medication. It's literally a three-step plan. Anything I mention on Instagram with medication gets the most comments. It's the thing that's never far from our mind. In reality, the medication is really the one that gets us. In this episode, I'll be talking about how to cope with new meds, how to say to your doctor, no, I don't want to change my meds. Taking medication can be equated to practicing a religion. Every week, I fill up my pots, my little pot dividers, with an assortment of coloured pills, white ones, grey ones, red ones, striped ones. You know, the really, really sad thing is that once I get to the squishy ones, I realise that the pot dividers aren't actually big enough. So I need two pot dividers. Once the weekly concoction has been organised, then comes the vitamin B, the vitamin D, and then all the other things that go along with it. I get a few clobazam sprinkled on top in case of an emergency. For a moment, I feel fresh, cleansed, and extraordinarily ready to face the world. And then, morning and evening after I take the tablets, there's a m- just one moment in which I feel invincible. Or should I just say normal? I won't have any fits today. Surely I won't have any fits after taking all this medication. I've had fits right before, but never right after. I can recognise headaches, nausea, pins and needles, tiredness, loss of balance, ataxia, tremors, blurred vision. I've learnt the best thing to do is just ignore them and work around them. It's the only thing to do. The thoughts of taking a new medication is... I, I don't have any words for it. I tried it last year and my whole family, all of us just fell apart. I've had a couple of disasters with medications in recent years. A couple of years ago, I tried to come off my Tegretol retard and the mistaken belief I no longer needed it. With hindsight, this may not have been my most brilliant idea. I've been on all my drugs for more than 15 years, with exception of zanisamide, and the 800 milligrams of carbamazepine tegretol retard seemed to be an awfully high dose when I wasn't convinced of its necessity. Secure in the knowledge that I fit if my lamotrigine is even a few hours late, nothing seemed to happen if I forget my carbamazepine. So I made a bid to the consultant who agreed. And as ridiculous as it seems now, I made quite a convincing pitch. The only thing missing was a PowerPoint presentation, handouts and a graph. I reduced it slowly. And after three months, it was down to 200 milligrams daily. But over a period of the next six weeks, I had an unprecedented number of tonic-clonic seizures with toxic poisoning from the lamotrigine. 
Carbamazepine is known to interact with the lamotrigine, which many of you know, which is why the lamotrigine dosage has always been so high. But by reducing the carbamazepine, it caused the lamotrigine levels to skyrocket. So two months later, with new scars, bloody stains left on the carpets, new bedding, I was Back to 600 milligrams of carbamazepine, my lamotrigine levels had stabilized and I was no longer needing weekly blood tests. So that gained me absolutely nothing. Medications have horrible side effects, but at least I know what to expect. I've been taking the combination of my drugs for a really long time. I've even gone through two pregnancies with them with the exception of not the zanisamide. Zanisamide is a new addition in the last 18 months. My father, who's a doctor, pointed out that only an astronaut could understand my drug regime, which is probably not entirely incorrect. It's very, very complicated. Some days I'm taking over 50 tablets. Some days I'm taking nearly 70. Then if you add in other tablets like vitamins and vitamin D, then suddenly everything goes a bit nuts. I can recognise headaches, nausea, pins and needles, tiredness, loss of balance, ataxia, tremors, blurred vision. I've learnt to ignore these and at work, at best, to work around them. The thought of trying out a new drug is terrifying. Last year, I tried a new medication, which I started in hospital. By the time I came out, I couldn't walk, I couldn't talk, I couldn't tie my own shoelaces, I couldn't get dressed, and then it started attacking my bone marrow. It took months for the medication to come out of my system. I lost 22 kilos in four months, and I didn't really have the weight to lose in the first place. So I've had so many battles with doctors about changing medications. As far as they're concerned, they can't understand why someone with a chronic illness like mine, having so many fits as I do, would possibly say no to a medication. But they don't understand that a medication is a lifestyle. And I think all of you out there who have epilepsy also understand that medication is a lifestyle. Changing medication isn't changing a brand of glue or changing a brand of milk. It doesn't get done in 24 hours. It doesn't get done in two hours. It gets done over a period of six months and it is intolerable. The medication we take at the moment may not be pleasant, but at least we know what to expect. And that's the main point. I took a new drug when I couldn't cope with the changeover of the other one. I came up, they came up with zinismide. And it made me horribly sick. But at least I managed to keep some of it in. So I'm still on zinismide as well as the other ones. It doesn't do a huge amount. Even when I forget it, it doesn't seem to do a huge amount. But And it gives me huge numbers of twitches. So I find it really difficult to hold my knife and fork. And things suddenly go flying out of my hand. Uh, which my youngest finds rather amusing if I'm trying to cut something that suddenly the fork or the knife goes flying across the room. But 
it's something that I'm prepared to put up with as long as I don't have to take the drug, the unnamed drug that shall never be mentioned in this house again. Um, so that's just the way it goes. There is a way to cope with new meds, and that is knowing that at some point your body will get used to it. What I've found the best way is to split up the medication so you're not taking it all at the same time. So if you're taking more than one medication, you take one at nine, one at 11, and one at one. So your body can just process them, which is really, really important. You don't have to say yes to any new medications. It took me years to realize that. Every single time I went to the doctor and they said to me, you're still having fits, here, try this. I went along and said, yeah, okay, fine, I'll try it. And it took me years to realize that I didn't have to say yes. And I went to the doctor last week and they offered me a new medication, which was being trialed in Japan, I think it was, or something. And the doctor said, okay, I can get you a prescription just as you leave now from Queen Square. Here you go. And um, we'll get you all started at the end of the day. And I just looked at her and said, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say yes. And I want to talk to my husband. I want to talk to my father. I want to talk to quite a few people before I say yes. I went home and we all decided that definitely not a yes. But the fact is, is you have every right to say no. And that's what doctors sometimes forget. They just assume that you say yes. And the best place to get help, which I've now realised over the years, is not your GP, as lovely as many of them are. It's your epilepsy nurse. Your epilepsy nurse, every hospital has an epilepsy nurse and they are a godsend. Just find the number out of your epilepsy nurse and every time you have a problem, go to them because they have a direct link to your epilepsy consultant and they will sort everything out for you. So those are the things to remember about surviving medication. And most importantly, largely those side effects of the medications will get better over time. So the twitching from the zinismide has got better in the last few months than it was when I was first taking it. I've definitely been playing with the up, down, up, down, how much I can take, all that kind of stuff, the dosage, but it's definitely much, much better now than it was. And so is the sickness and various other things. Do, things do start slightly start to evaporate over time. And those are the things that you need to remember. And in the meantime, just do what you need to do to survive. Because the main thing is, is you keep that medication in. And you work out with your doctor if you're sick. There are ways to get through it. So remember the three-step plan. You're going to get diagnosed. You're going to take the medication. But step three is surviving the medication, and that is by far the most difficult. You've been listening to Francisco Thomas, author of Fits and Starts. Thank you for joining me on the Tuesday Epilepsy Club. I'll be talking to you soon again. Take care, and more importantly, stay conscious. Bye.